Welcome to episode 14 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Joe from House of Skeleton. Enjoy the show. Recording in progress. <laughs> Here am I. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I haven't spoken to you for all of 12 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, um, no, all good. All good. Just fucking busy, 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 man. Yeah, it's nice to be busy. It is, it is, but it's all just fucking come up once. I was in like um, like slow mode, mm. and then literally the last couple of days, it's just been like quote request. Oh, can you invoice me this? Oh, shit, we're running on stock on this. We need it before Christmas. Literally, it, it was like, it's. I think it's just dawned on everybody that it's a month until Christmas. Yeah, well, November's like flown by. There's so many things mm. I was supposed to get done in November that just haven't happened. And it's yeah. basically already December. Like a week yeah. and we're in December. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah. Yeah, loads of uh, loads of last minute requests. And I mean, all decent size, sized orders. So I'm not fucking about with, um, with tiny ones on that. There's a couple of little ones in there, which um, are quite nice for people I know and that. which is uh, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Always a nice one. I had a cool one from um, uh, a guy I know. His uh, his girlfriend got in touch. She's an artist, and uh, she does all this really cool work with like skulls and crows and stuff like that. Anyway, she sent it over. She's already half toned it, prepped it, and everything like that. And it oh, was banging! Exactly what I would have done. Banging! And it's just like this is perfect, and it's at six hundred DPI. Fucking perfect artwork. And I was just like, yes, Strong yes. Work. It's only it's only for fucking ten shirts, but it was like. Yeah, you've just made my uh, my life a hell of a lot fucking easier. Um, yeah, so that was a nice one to get. Uh, but yeah, yeah, how's um how's doggles? Uh, it's all right. Yeah, I had um I had the chap I did from the Black Arts. You know the um oh what the tattoo and yeah place. yeah he came and picked his stuff up. He was blown away by it. Um, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so we're probably gonna do a, a bit more. A few more. I mean, he's basically all of the t-shirts were already all gone by the sound of things. He only picked them up on Monday. Wow. Uh, we we didn't do a lot of them. We only did like a dozen of them. We did a dozen of them, a dozen hoodies. And I was really expecting the hoodies to have gone first. Him to say, oh, "Can I have some hoodies?" But the, like, there's like four t-shirts. I think it's left. price point though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's exactly. You know, what it is we, as well. we we always find that it's kind of like when we release stuff with Downcast. It's like the hoodies sell. Mm. But they don't sell as well as T-shirts, just because you know they're they're literally like double or over double the price, and it's kind of like yeah. if it's Ooh. the same or a similar design and stuff like that. Like yeah, also like T-shirts know. are more in many ways more consumable than hoodies. Yeah. Like like you, but I've got hoodies that are like twenty years old that I still own and still wear every mm. now and again, and yeah, none yeah. of my T-shirts have lasted that long. Like maybe I might get 10, 10 15 years out of a T-shirt. Um, but then it Not gets relegated. Re- probably lucky. Yeah, exactly. It's relegated down to the um, the the, the wearing it while I'm doing something grubby pile. Mm. Um, but yeah, but the thing, thing is, fleece like like good fleece anyway. Like you know, if you're talking like you know, I, I don't have a 15 year old Stanley Stella, but it's mm. like I do have ones that are like four or five years old, mm. and like fleece just ages nicely. Yeah. You know, when it goes that like it goes a bit like harder and rougher and all that. I quite like that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that I'd, at all. I'd, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like brand new fleece. I just find it like really like sweaty. I've got a you know? um, I've got an American. I think it was an American Eagle. Is that a 
clothing brand, American Eagle? Rings Something like that. Yeah, I bought it when I was in Canada as a teenager. Um, so, right. yeah, I was 18 About when fi- I bought 50 it. 50 years ago then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, yeah, I've still got it and I still wear it every now and again. Um, Mr. Okay. It's obviously a, a scrappy hoodie now, but like, it's just, mm. I, I don't know what it's made of, but it still looks like the print is actually not, I wouldn't know what the other way around, but the print's faded a little bit on it. Um, but yeah. yeah, it actually sort of looks like. You know, it's got the look that people spend hours trying to replicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I'm actually, I should really take a picture of the negative of it, if that makes sense, so I can keep the texture as a file to overlay onto stuff because you just couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't replicate a better, a, a yeah. better sort of wear pattern than what it's got. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, it's like, I mean, with like band tees and stuff, I've got a fucking massive collection of band tees, but I just don't wear any of them. Because it's like they're all on T-shirts that I don't like. <laughs> like yeah, you know, they're all like, problem, yeah. I mean, you know, I know like a Gildan or whatever serves its purpose and stuff, but it's like I just don't fucking wear them. I I'm don't not, like. I'm not them. sure how much they do serve their purpose now because I had someone uh, do uh, request me a quote for some T-shirt, and they specifically said they wanted cheap Gildans, and I said I'm not printing on them. Like I just don't want to. Like particularly with the design you got. It's a fair amount of detail. It will look shit. The fibrillation will be awful. Blah blah blah. All the usual like reasons not to. And also, yeah, I just don't yeah. want to fucking do it. And then I looked at the pricing of them, and there's like they're not that cheap anymore. No, like you get you get the basic as color one, literally just the yeah. basic one. And it was there was twenty five p difference <laughs> between yeah. that and the and the one they wanted to go. And I was like, it's an it is a complete no brainer. Yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, the tea we use most commonly, like for for both the brand and for Frankie Cow, is uh, Earth Positive EPO one. Yeah, I do like the EPO ones. And like, so say a black t shirt, we get them for around the three quid mark, mm. maybe just shy of that. And then a Gildan, we get for like fucking, I don't know, like two pound, two sixty five. I think they are at the moment, aren't they? On, um, on I think on we we get them for a bit less than that. I mean, well, I'm talking Rala, mm. um, so I don't have a pen carry account anymore because they fucked me about. Um, I think we're today's episode is sponsored by Pen Carry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking not. Deliver my fucking stock correctly, you twat. Um, no, I think we get them for about fucking just shy of two pound fifty or something like that. So mm. it's like for a fifty p difference, mm. like. In my book, you're getting such a better garment in like the EPO one. And yeah, all right, you know, if it's on a fucking big run, it is going to work out a fair chunk of change more. But, yeah, but you if know, you're selling those, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's not it's really coming out of your pocket if if you're selling them. Like it is coming originally coming out of your pocket, but hmm. like if you have to chuck an extra quid, quid fifty on the price of it, it's not the end yeah. of the world, is it? No, no. I think it's when you start getting into the to the realms of like you know if you're comparing a a, a Gildan to like a fucking Stanley Stella or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's when you see like a big price difference. It's kind of like the Stanley Stellas were getting them for uh, about four quid plus VAT or three ninety plus VAT something like that. And it's kind of like you know that's that's like nearly a pound fifties difference. Yeah, if if my fucking maths are right there, um, it's like that's that's noticeable. Mm. You know. If, if if you're going to order 100 shirts that's an extra 150 quid it's like you know that i get that i get but there are there are other options out there that 
I think are a hell of a lot better. Like even the like the fucking Earth Positive heavies, they're not like as mm. heavy t-shirts go. They're not particularly heavy. But I really like the Core cool Nineteens. Cool yeah, 19s? they're fucking lovely. Yeah, 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 they're fucking lovely. The oversized ones. Mm. Yeah, I've got. That's what I printed a couple of those um, BTCF ones. Yeah, yeah. On. yeah. Um, when I was testing before I settled on those pink um, Stanley Stella ones. Yeah. Yeah, Stanley, I love Stanley Stiller, but I just don't like the fit of the T-shirts. I think we've spoken about this before, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why do people say that fan. about the Ascala staple as well? It's like a dress. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't like... I, I don't particularly like the, the Ascala tees either. Like, mm. they feel lovely. They fit really nicely, but the length just does my fucking head in. Because I, I, like, I like wearing an oversized like, mm. shirt. So it's like... I'll always size up, but if I size up, size up an ass color, like it is literally like round my fucking ass. It's like, yeah. you know, mate, it's a Back to your skater days, mate. I fucking, I mean, even then, mate. Fucking <laughs> 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 you know, hell. Is he there? Is he waiting? Yeah. So, yeah. What's so name today. Joe? Yeah, got Joe on from House of Skeleton, who um, they look like a really, really cool brand. Joe seems like a lovely bloke. Um, they hail from Essex, I believe. Mm. And uh, yeah, so he's here. He's here. We shall get him on. Say hello. Right. Letting, letting the boy in now. Hey! He can't hear us yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes. <laughs> yes, boys. We did it. Oh, we got Question. There. Yeah. Does it say my name is Louise? No. Good. Okay. <laughs> but I think my miss has been using the MacBook for work. So. Uh, Fair enough. Hi, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> How's it going, boys? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Yeah, good, good. We haven't spoken yet. I'm Pav. Yeah, hi, Pav. Joe, nice to meet you, mate. How's it going? Not Louise. (laughs) Yeah, it's going all right, man. Yeah, it's going all right. Sorry, you could be Spanish and it's like Luis. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Certainly a better name or more interesting name than Joe. I'd say that much. Yeah, but I think probably, you know, Luis is probably quite a common name in Spain, isn't it? It's like... The, the Spanish Joe is Jose, though, isn't it? So we can't take that from it. Yeah, mm. I suppose. I suppose. Mm. I mean, if you were going to choose a Spanish name, it'd be Jesus, wouldn't it? Oh, for no, no second thought in my mind. <laughs> Jesus. 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 Jesus Bentley, bloody hell, mate. Sign me up. It's a good name. Oh, that is a very, very strong name. Very yeah. strong, man. How's things, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. Had the day off today, so don't approximately fuck all. I should have been <laughs> sorting out ads and hoodies and Black Friday. And... But I did I just sat and watched the World Cup on my ass and uh, did nothing, which was quite blissful, to be honest with you. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of doing absolutely nothing all day. It's totally. it's, it's one of the greatest pleasures in life. Yeah. The ability to do nothing. Yeah, and when I'm not uh, making sketchy t-shirts, I'm a delivery driver. So it's a it's a busy time of the year. Yeah, 
So I'm relishing these uh, vital moments of relaxation. Let's say. I was going to say when you're not making uh, when you're not making t-shirts, you're also at the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've lost him. We've lost oh, him again. So Your jokes killed it. Am I back? <laughs> yeah, you're back. Okay. You're back. Did you hear my joke or not? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you, you can tell him to fuck off. Sorry, I just had I just had to check, mate. Hey. <laughs> Very good. Oh god. Fuck it out. Good start. Good start. Uh. <laughs> um, so before we kind of dive into it, do you want to tell us um who you are, what you do, a little bit about the brand? Totally, yeah. So I'm Joe. I created House of Skeleton, especially known by myself as Skelly. Uh back in like the uh, last year, 2021, like halfway through that, I was just coming out of lockdown and uh, I needed something to sort of like get me going again. Uh, I was, I worked in insurance for like 10 years, uh, sat behind a desk for so long and I think I was just lacking in like, uh, I needed something to sort of like get me going again, get the juices flowing again. So. Yeah. I started off like just scribbling things down, cool ideas, or what I thought was cool. You must know what it's like. You have thousands of ideas and then you probably make like one or two of them. Yeah. And then it sort of spiraled into like an Instagram page for my friends. And then it then we put some t-shirts out and then it's just slowly evolved into sort of what it is today. And uh yeah, it's just um I sort of mission statement is just to make cool shit irrespective of what of what it is t-shirts and all these other bread and butter but you know we just want to be sort of uh hometown heroes here in colchester and just make cool stuff for the people in the neighborhood and if it goes any bigger than that then so be it but that's the goal for now awesome is that where you're from i'm not i'm from leicester i'm from okay. Midland, and cool. um but I moved down here a few years ago. My partner's from Essex and we met in Leicester and then decided to move down here. It's a bit warmer down here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to say that there's a bit of a northern twinge in there. Yeah, but it's going, mate. There was the other day I said glass. So oh, no. I felt like throwing no. myself out the window. I'm, I'm from Yorkshire. And oh, it's like proper north. Yeah, my accent's kind of like, there's still like some remnants of it there, but it's, um, yeah, most of it's gone now. And it's, uh, yeah, no, it isn't. It's, it, it has compared to what it used to be. <laughs> no, it isn't. Compared, compared to what oh, it used yeah, to yeah. be. You... Mate, was, if I uh... sling a few Guinness down me, then I become like the world's most Leicester man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you basically turn into Kasabian. Correct, yes. That's it. <laughs> into Kasabian. <laughs> it was like, uh, the south just evaporates immediately and then there yeah. are, are we mate? <laughs> yeah. no, like, whenever i get it around any of my northern mates it's, it's exactly the same thing it's uh yeah nick is my other ass just like your accent's changed yeah like, has it has it yeah. it's like <laughs> it's well, i get both sides because i get ribbed by my mates for saying glass and bath now so yeah. i can't fucking win i can't I've, I've never gone that far i'm still glass and bath no, I don't know. It's just slipped its way into my vocabulary. It's fucking disgusting. 
<laughs> no offense to any uh I'm trying to build something here in Essex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just slag Let off your old scum and I customer you. base. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so do you um do you have like a kind of local presence then? Are you doing anything locally or is it kind yeah, of more so focused online? It very much started online. Um but I decided to basically in the summer there was a big shift in gears for me because we just we had a few tees out and we had some hoodies out and some caps and stuff. And then I wanted to sort of bring it to the people a bit more. Like there's only so much you can do. Well, this is basically unlimited, but for when you have a small demographic, there's only so much you can do with like Instagram and like big yeah. card deals and things like that. So a friend of mine has his own clothing brand. It's called Altus. You may or may not be aware of it. In Manchester, obviously I'm Essex and then I'm from Leicester. So I've got a good amount of people I could invite to an event in Leicester. So we did this event called the North South Divide where he bought a load of stuff and I bought a load of stuff. And we had a big party and stuff in uh, Leicester. So we did like a pop-up shop with DJs and there was food and it was it was a great event and that sort of felt like my sort of like arrival if you will without being like cliched and yeah. obviously in the little tiny microcosm that is that I'm in it felt quite big and there was like 60 people there. <laughs> it didn't but it just felt like a sort of shift in the right direction and I, I felt the benefit of people like picking up the garments and looking at the intricate details of the design and stuff which perhaps you can't do or perhaps i'm not very good at demonstrating online if you know what i mean yeah. I, I think it's impossible really yeah because because yeah. something can look like something and feel like something completely different like the, 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 yeah, that's why it's so special as a printer when someone comes and picks something up and yeah. even if you send them pictures of it and they look at it and they go fucking hell that yeah. looks like as good as it looks in the picture you could send the most detailed, elaborate picture. You could you could annotate the whole thing. This is what it's like, blah blah blah. Until you've got something in your hand and it's tangible, yeah. that, that, that you cut. There's no way of replicating that. Yeah, and I, I really, really couldn't agree more with that. And I felt the benefit of that. So, off the back of that, I sort of went and looked in and around Colchester, which is where I'm based now, at like stores or even like sort of like art galleries or just opportunities to put a rail somewhere. And uh, luckily I got uh, one message back and it was from this sort of Colchester institution uh, clothing store called Best Days. So shout Steve from Best Days, he's a good man. And um, he basically offered me like a wall. Um, wow yeah which was huge for us and off the back of that we've been slowly building the presence in Colchester which has been absolutely like fundamental in keeping skeleton going and uh, sort of like our trajectory because you know we're only tiny in the grand scheme of things we don't even have 2k on instagram yet but i'm coming for you 2k and uh, <laughs> just to have kids come in the store and 
pick it up and be like, fucking hell, this is cool. And then like just, just walking around Colchester doing errands and there's some kid in like a hoodie and like, I wish you could like bottle that feeling and sell it because it would fucking sell like hot cakes, man. Yeah. But that's sort of where we're at now. And then everything's, oh, we sort of like got a bit too, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word big, but because we're nowhere near big. But interest, the interest in the brand sort of outweighed stock and what I had planned and stuff like that. So it, we're sort of chasing our feet a little bit at the moment where, I'm desperate to get stock in, but then everything's costing an, an absolute arm and leg at, at the moment, as I'm sure you guys are aware. And uh, I think you've probably done it the right way around, though, to be fair, because I speak to a lot of people, obviously, do printing for people and whatnot, and they're obsessed, absolutely obsessed with being big on Instagram or being big on TikTok or whatever. And they yeah. think that that actually leads to success and success. sales, yeah. but it doesn't. What you, you You've gone ground up and you've gone right. People like to touch things. They like to feel things. They like to see exactly what something's like. They like to feel a, a part of something in a community. So you're mm -hmm. putting something in a community that you're part of. Mm -hmm. And then growing from there, you're basically putting down a really thick foundation, good roots, all mm -hmm. of the metaphors, all of the good metaphors for it. <laughs> um, and, you're, and you're working backwards from there. And really, that's a more organic and a better way of doing everything. So yeah. I'm not, not surprised if, if you're you growing think, out of it. If you think about that, though, that's the way shit used to be. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like, so before e-commerce, it was, you know, stores were physical fucking stores. And then the internet came in and loads of businesses transitioned over to being e-commerce. And it feels like there's beginning to be kind of a, a swing, particularly in the brand world, of of brands wanting to put down roots. And like, you know, and, and we're, we're in that category, you know, we've been um, like an e-commerce business since we started in 2017. And it's kind of like that my my eventual dream is to have like a downcast store whether that's a clothing store my other fucking like childhood dream is to own a skate shop yeah and have like a skate shop slash clothing store that's yeah. like my fucking like you know my pipe dream sort of thing like yeah mate that's fucking unreal wasn't it yeah and it's you know we we went and did a market the other day like a christmas market sort of thing that was shit um <laughs> really wasn't very good it, it was just a wrong wrong crowd yeah, um, and it was, but it came up. I was like, it's worth a fucking punt. Definitely cheap, you know. Paid, paid for the pitch, paid for petrol, got a bit on top of it, and it's, you know, sorry, it's oh, a day out. Met some, not met some nice people, uh, yeah. but I know what you mean with like people coming and like actually like feeling and looking at the design and stuff because the last, um, probably last like two or three things we've printed have all been like really fine like half tone work and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like if you look at that on like a computer screen, it just looks like somebody slapped a photo on a t-shirt. Totally, yeah. when in reality it's like when you look at it up close it's like oh fuck that's like that's really fucking detailed and it's kind of like you know you can see like every little fucking tiny like half a millimeter dot and stuff like in it and there's something really rewarding about picking something up and they've turned to the person and it's like that's nice isn't it yeah it's, exactly. nice. mm. it's, like, it's like such a fucking awesome feeling yeah um, well, yeah. customer, customers are way more discerning than I think we maybe give them credit for necessarily. Even yeah. if we don't know necessarily the internet's of how garments made or how it's printed, most people can pick something up and go, that's all that's right. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and most people are right. Like, they can go, yeah, yeah, it's quite unusual for someone to pick something up that's like, you can see is banging, and then go, 
Oh, that's not very good. And, and if it, <laughs> yeah. if they do think it's not very good, it's because it's not their taste. They don't actually think it's not very good. Yeah, just, yeah. It just doesn't suit their taste. No, totally. Yeah. And I'd love to take credit for your kind words about like setting a good foundation and stuff like that, but it's happened completely by accident. Like my dream, quote unquote dream, was to be fucking ginormous on Instagram because I just uh, attributed that to um you know all the good things that are coming from being in store i thought would come with having like thousands and thousands of followers but it's only because i had this we had this party that i clocked that i was like fucking hell people how many times have you bought something online and it's arrived and you're like this is fucking shit what have i bought that for mm. i think you need to take credit for it though because that is a it's a decision. That's a it's really, really strong course correction. Yeah. 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 100%. Oh, I'm <laughs> Take it like a good little bitch. <laughs> uh, can, uh, can I, while, while we're talking about your bits and pieces, can I ask how the, where, you, where the name came from? Yeah. So there's this band from Leicester that I uh, geek out to called Easy Life. And they had this like hit song literally called Skeleton. And then as I was sort of uh, deciding that I was going to do this thing, um, I was throwing around loads of brand names that were just crap. And uh, I couldn't get this song out of my head. So I went with just the word Skeleton. And then I was thinking of ideas like you could do loads of stuff with like schools and bones and like funny yeah graphic work with uh skeletons and then my girlfriend was like why don't we call it house of skeleton because at the time i wanted it to be like a blog you know what it's you know when you get started you want it to be this huge grandiose mm. thing a blog like a fucking vintage clothing site i wanted it to be a skate shop i wanted it to be everything so i wanted something that would be like all-encompassing so we went for the house of, you know, you've got your house of Gucci's and now you've got your house of skeleton or whatever. But then I was like going to drop the house of, but then I sort of like, like it now. It. And uh, yeah, it's just sort of stuck. And now I think it looks pretty cool as both skeleton, skelly, house of. So it wasn't some divine inspiration. It was just a song that i like that i've ripped off basically <laughs> i think that that's that's a part of it though like if you're not taking even your brand name as inspiration from something then where are you going to get it from like you, yeah. could, you could just be like me and just write down random fucking words and be like oh that fucking works <laughs> or like rap name generator on google <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mc downcast was yeah exactly. which would be a fucking absolutely amazing MC <laughs> where where do you um where do you kind of see the brand going then let's let's talk a year where do you want to be in a year's time yeah so realistic Obviously, I've got lofty dreams of world domination and to be the next supreme. But in the next year, I think uh, I'll I'm focusing all my energy into being like a like a, the hometown hero type thing. At, at the moment, I think that's really really important for like 
as you said, like setting the good foundations and just getting into these, like the my target demographic, which is like these, I don't know, 18 to 35 or whatever, and just really entering there like subconscious. And I just want my the ultimate goal is to like get get a full wall in the store. We only have a couple of racks rails at the minute. And then just I want to put on a big event in Colchester to like celebrate not only skeleton but like get some local vendors in get like fucking whoever anybody local that wants to be a part of it and just put a big celebration on for Colchester and uh, just build on the good traction that we have at the moment so we've got a lot of good things cooking at the minute and I just really want to capitalize on them because I've had good things happen on the boil in the past that have sort of like fizzled out um, and I'm conscious that I don't want to do that again so I want to just focus my energy on Colchester and ultimately pay them back with a, a great experience next summer would be good just to put on a, some local bands get some local street vendors in food and just put on a big party for the town that that would be good that's really cool yeah that. Well, you guys will obviously come if you. Well, you get invited if you. If oh, you... it's only you're only an hour and a half from me. Where are you? I'm down near. Um, do you know where Hastings is? Yes, I do. I used to uh, work for Hastings Direct. In fact, did you? I've been yes, ill many a time. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually nowhere near Hastings. So. <laughs> No, no, I'm um. I spat my drink then. No, no, I'm 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 east of Hastings, so I'm like I'm a bit I'm a bit I'm in a place no one's ever heard of. But yeah, I, I won't I won't dox myself on the podcast. But yeah, I'm um. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not a million miles from here. I've got I come up to I actually go to Essex fairly regularly because one of my best friends lives there. I go and see his little kid and that. But right. yeah, yeah. Yes, you were there to come and share the love with us at this non-existent event I've just created in my head. <laughs> It's gonna, it's, it's got to happen now. You've manifested it. You filled the yeah. dreams with it, bro. That's how I do all my stuff. I just speak them into existence and figure out how to do it along the way. <laughs> I mean that that is a that is a genuine way of doing things, isn't it? Because some sometimes you like you need to like tell someone about your plans because then you almost feel accountable for doing it. So, so yeah. if if you if you tell someone and it's someone. That you that you love and appreciate, and they love and appreciate you back. There's sort of more. I do it sometimes on purpose to make myself do stuff because yeah. I'm I'm quite happy yeah. to let myself down, but I won't let someone else down. No, it's yeah. good. Yeah, and I will not let you down with this event. Oh, I love you already. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there, mate. We'll be there. Yeah, man. So you weren't you weren't invited, Darcy. We got a thing going on here, mate. You stay in your lane. <laughs> I just I'll just sit over and cry then. Darcy, of course you're invited, mate. Come on. <laughs> the tissues will be wet, but it won't be tears. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Uh, yeah, we're not a million miles away from you. We're just outside of Brighton. Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay. You know where Brighton is? I'm away. He's, he's no... <laughs> we're near that. <laughs> I'm seven miles outside of Brighton. Fucking yeah. listeners, you can geolocate me if you want. Come and say hi. <laughs> cool. What about you? Where are you? What are your plans for the next year? Um, it's it's hard to say to be honest because I mean we we do the brand, but we also run a screen printing business. 
as yeah. well as you know that's how how we connected yeah. obviously yeah. um and i think at the minute the focus is probably 90 95 percent on carrying on growing the screen printing business just mm. because it's a more reliable job mm-hmm. you know there there was a time when we we were able to live off the brand mm-hmm. um probably a couple of years ago um and then all the ios updates and everything happened and it fucking killed us mm-hmm. um and it was like one month like we were you know flying high and paying for everything and fucking doing massive restocks and fucking running loads of ads and shit. And then the next month it was like, we like our revenue dropped by about 60%. Yeah, and it was like, shit, this is fucking scary. And it was like, I started the print business before all this, mm-hmm. um, but it had just taken a backseat because the brand took off and it was kind of like, so when that happened, we didn't have like a, like a backlog of clientele that we could rely on to kind of keep it up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I made a bit of a conscious decision after that to go, you know, if I'm going to carry on the brand, which, you know, I still do like downcast is my fucking baby. Like, you know, it's what got me into this game. It got, what got me screen printing, what got me into the, into the design game. Um, I need like not a fallback option, but something to kind of, I guess, take the lead and be a more reliable source of income because downcast just became stress. Yeah. yeah. And it like, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. like towards the end it was like worrying about fucking paying thousands of pounds in ads and shit rather than just be like i just want to be fucking designing and printing man and trying to yeah. doing pop-ups and engaging with people and shit like you know want to yeah. be doing the fun shit yeah. um so yeah i think uh, moving forward it's it is just growing the print business and then we do have plans with the brand to start doing a bit more kind of stuff in a, a, I guess, a physical format. So doing some pop-ups, doing more markets, more events, maybe look at a couple of festivals in the summer. Um, But yeah, we're we're just taking it easy. It's, you know, we're not going mad on the releases. We do probably a Mm -hmm. couple of releases a month or something. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just play it by ear for the time being. It's, um, you know, we haven't run any ads for over six months and we're still doing all right. Um, We've got a pretty loyal customer base got a big email subscriber base mm-hmm. so it's like we're kind of relying on that and i think you know you can only rely on it to a certain extent mm-hmm. because you know you need to reach new audience but it's like i don't really want to be putting my hand in my pocket anymore to give it to instagram totally. and facebook yeah totally you know, so like just a bit go on that's i was gonna say i'm just a bit fucking bored of that Bored yeah. fucking digital stuff. I just want to be. I want to be in a store speaking to people on a on a yeah. market stall or fucking whatever. You know, um, no, I enjoy that. Yeah, totally. No, completely. I'm on this exactly the same wavelength as you, as as you could probably tell. I yeah. think the fun stuff is like, as you said, like just getting your feet on the ground and just meeting these people, and then if you have the opportunity to sort of like uh, express your sort of design ideas or whatever like fucking i've got a t-shirt where it's two skeletons pushing each other in a trolley but you know if if someone wants to ask me how we did it and then they might be more inclined to buy it if they know what's got into it and what idea we had etc etc see from my point of view i'm working backwards i'm almost doing the exact opposite of darcy because i don't actually have a brand and i don't i don't really plan on having one Mm -hmm. um mine's all the print shop but obviously deal with people, quite a few people starting up brands. And I sort of see the fun they have doing it. And I'm like, 
I sort of want a bit of that. So you don't what I see the stress. You don't no, no, I know, but that, no, that's but like, what's I see tricking the, you into it. No, but I see, I see the joy that they have in like design something and 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 having it printed and being like, yeah, and people like wanting it. Yeah. Um. So what I've actually done is I've taken out the bit of people wanting it, <laughs> and I've started doing my own uh, designs for things that I want to print. And yeah. then they're just going to be like shop shirts. So if someone wants to buy a shop shirt or if someone has a big enough order, they can have one of my shirts. I get to print something that I want to do mm. of, of mm-hmm. an afternoon or an evening wherever I can go and run, rattle off 10 shirts or, or experiment with something I want to teach myself how to do. And then if something comes of it and, some, and there's a design that people think is, is okay, then maybe I'll consider releasing it into the world. So I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm sort of running the exact opposite Darcy and I like that film Tenet where we're, we're, we're both running in opposite directions yeah you'll eventually meet yeah we'll meet in the middle and then one of us will be a baby and then <laughs> um, that, that's all I can remember from that film and then one of us will get shot backwards yeah that's it <laughs> I hope you haven't seen that film, because if not, I've just spoilt it for you massively. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. No oh, oh mate. Mate, honestly, I won't have spoiled it, because I could watch it 15 times in a row. I could have Mr. Crowland, whatever his name is, sitting next to me, playing <laughs> it to me, and I could, I could still not tell you <laughs> what the fuck happened in it. <laughs> Mr. Crowland. Very good. Oh, oh fucking hell. Um, well, whilst we're on like the print uh, print stuff, then um, obviously, as we, as we mentioned, we connected. Kind of, you approached us for um, did a bit of printing for you. But did you kind of always go down the screen printing route, or was there something else along the way? Yeah, so I've always been big on. I've always wanted to screen print my tees because at the end of the day, that will last for as long as the garment will last. The, the screen print will last basically. So my whole shtick is like, this is the highest quality item you can get at this price point. And um, I would feel as if I was selling people short if I was to do like heat transfers or whatever. But that's not to uh, poo-poo on that um, method. It's just that I'm just, I'd just rather use screen printing. Um, I did some like DIY tote bags when I first started where I bought some like transfer paper off Amazon and ironed a load of schools onto cotton tote bags. They look great for like a, a, until you've used it for like anything. And then I didn't decide, I didn't put them out into the world, but I just think obviously you're limited with the amount of colour you can put in your designs, but to a certain extent, I'm only limited by like money because I don't yeah. want to like a 50 color print design and pick up that fee so but i quite enjoy that from a design perspective that sort of challenge and uh, mm-hmm. to use like texture as a design mechanism like you know dot work and mm-hmm. stuff like stuff of that nature so yeah i'm i'm pretty all in on the screen printing right now there's a there's a lot to be said for limiting yourself color wise I'm not just saying this as a printer that that fucking hates when a fucking eight color comes in. I've got a six color press. 
Yeah. But I, I think, I mean, some of the best te- some of the best t-shirts you ever see are white prints on black t-shirts or black prints on white t-shirts. Yeah. So yeah. there's su- there's something in not necessarily able- having more colours makes it better. Yeah. There's something in being able to de- design something simply and as a single colour that I think, like personally anyway, and I'm I'm not talking about myself. I'm just talking in general. There's something in like a real skill in mm. being able to design something single color and making it look as good if not better than a fucking six eight ten twelve color design mm-hmm. um because it's i think there's so much more thought that has to go into it and so many times like with the brand like so i design probably 90 95 percent of stuff that we release and occasionally i'll buy stuff mm-hmm. if i really like the look of it but there's so many designs on I, I, I fucking really really like like particularly on instagram um, and you go on their page and it's like, oh, that's a fucking awesome design, but it's like an 18 color design. Yeah. And it's like, I'm never going to be able to, nobody's going to be able to screen print that. Yeah. And also, I'd have like, to literally pick it out nobody. For like 50 quid. Like, yeah. So it's like, it's then the next option is like, okay, if I really want that design, it's going to have to be transfers. And I've only ever done that with one design. And that's because it's kind of like, I bought the design and I was also really planning on changing it to be suitable for screen printing and it just didn't look the same and i was just yeah. like i want it exactly like this and yeah, it was yeah. Like, dtg wasn't an option because i'm fairly against dtg mm-hmm. um because not because i think it's inherently shit it's because i think a lot of places don't know how to use it properly and don't do their pre-treats properly and stuff like that so it ends yeah, up yeah. crap um like we've had one design printer for downcast that was a dtg and it looks and looks and feels like a screen print it's fucking insane it's like a it's what i designed it's a 12 color um and yeah it turned up and i was just like what the fuck is this witchcraft (laughs) amazing yeah it's been through the wash 100 plus times and it's still fucking immaculate and i was like Wow, it's a, a company called um, I Dress Myself. Um, and they do screen print and everything else, but I, I don't know what they do with their DTG because I've seen those machines running before and I know a few shops that run the same machine, but they are doing some fucking wizardry with it. I Great. don't know how. Buy me up. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very, very, um, very uh, curious to find out what they're doing. But um, it is doable, but I think it's, it's one of those technologies that I think it is a kind of plug and play technology, but there's like a real like skill or knack in getting like things like your pre-treats right and using the yeah. right garments and shit. Um, but yeah. The thing I like about screen printing is it's like sort of quite poetic, but it's it's like the OG. It's the hmm. it's as old as you know time. And any any budding fashion brand or whatever, everybody's in awe of what, what you guys do like i haven't got a fucking clue how it how it's how it works and it's i think it's like a it's a real art in the and some of the tears i've had back from the uh, screenwriters have been just absolutely amazing and it's it's all very well like me scribbling something down on a piece of paper and sending it over to my illustrator and she, she turns it into something amazing but it's somebody's got to print it as well and it's yeah, it's a hell of a skill. You know what you should do at your event that we're being invited to? Yeah. Is we should do some live screen printing, shouldn't we? Yes. Put it on the list. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because I ain't got a clue. 
<laughs> I think I most people don't really know how, how it works until they see it work. Mm. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's quite a hard process to wrap your head around until you see it. And then you're like, mm. oh, yeah. oh, fuck, that makes, makes sense. <laughs> okay, good. Oh. We should definitely do that. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, I've lost you. I can hear you both. Have you right? Hello. <laughs> Sorry, right? I was I was getting all dewy eyed, and and I think that my my um my excitement took the route down. <laughs> <laughs> would you um so, so kind of stick in stick in with the screen printing then? Would you kind of do you envisage yourself kind of learning how to print and doing it for the brand? Are you quite happy with outsourcing it and leaving it to, you know, avoid the learning curve, I guess? Yeah, so, so it's not in any of my plans moving forward. Um, it's it's something that I think I should leave to the people that know what they're doing. I think that's some, the one thing I've learned over the past like 18 months, couple of years is that like, if you don't have time to like get good at something, then like surround yourself with people that know better than you. Like I had studied design in school, et cetera, et cetera. But that was like 10, 10 years before Skeleton even thought about being a thing. So I was like relearning Photoshop and like InDesign and stuff like that. And it was taking me a day, an age. So then I was like, I need people that are better than me at this to like help me out and I'm very blessed because I've got an amazing set of like talented friends in the design and creative industry so I've literally I'll send you the pictures um of this of my hot dog t-shirt idea I drew it on like paint basically and <laughs> um, <laughs> sent it over to this amazing illustrator that I use um her name's Rebecca it's at my illustrated heart check her out she's amazing and uh she turned it into this this amazing piece of art which is it's something i explained to her what the vision i had in my head and then gave her some shit drawings and then she was able to <laughs> portray that perfectly which is i think is is an, a fucking amazing skill for um an illustrator just to be able to capture your vision and then but we're lucky because um, we've worked together in the past and we're friends, so perhaps we're just on the same same wavelength. But um, I will send you the first image and the last image, and you'll yeah, yeah, do it, man. You should do like a um when you when you do your event, you should do like a, a before and after, a before and after, <laughs> an option for people to buy. The the Inception That's idea T-shirt, awesome idea. All the my friends were like, "I love the first one. I love the first one." I'm like, <laughs> wrong. You're like, what is wrong and with you? So, suddenly you have no brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you just say that because you're my boy. Like, taken down by a poorly drawn hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a scribble, like. It's amazing. Obviously, there are loads of in between bits, but I'll send you the first and the last, and it'll blow your mind. Yeah. It sounds to me like you've done a lot of um, uh, making the right decision over the past eighteen months. Like you, you I, I don't know if it's just everything in your life is built up to the what's happened. 
Um, that sounds probably more like what it is. Um, but making a decision to like surround yourself with the right people, like get other people to do the things that you can't do, do things as locally as possible, all seem to be like the right decision. Um, maybe you you probably wouldn't have made the, the decisions five years ago. Like maybe. No, um, no, no. So I'm, I'm I'm interested to sort of know what how your setup is running then like do you do you keep stock of everything or do you like do pre-orders or is it just yeah so i can just tell you um the stock is the stock in store at best days is as simple as me having a, a spreadsheet and them texting me whenever they sell anything <laughs> so it's as garage band as that frankly and then what I do is when I so let's let's say I only do really small runs. So let's just say, for example, I get a run of fifty tees. Um, I'll put twenty in the stores and then I'll put thirty online. And then very rarely, if we're trying to shift something, I'll put them both in store. Say for example, I've got five left. I'll put all five in store and I'll put all five online. And then pray to God that. No, all five of them don't go the same time. Uh, which is quite amateurish, I admit, but that's just how I do it right now. If you can advise me of a workaround and that, then I'm all is. But then I just, you know, I'm the store is just a big cartel store, and their um e-commerce function is really, really idiot-proof, really easy. How many do you have in stock? How many have you sold? Here's your profit margins, here's what you need to pay in tax, and then it's literally it's as simple as that and then sort of when we do the pop-ups and stuff of that nature it, it gets a little more complex and i use um this app and this card reading machine called sum up and it's just like a yeah. card reading machine and similarly to a uh, big cartel it gives me if you put in, before you even start, if you put in all your categories and all your stock correctly, then it will tell you live mm. what it is that you have and what you don't have, which is, is very useful. But I've basically sort of idiot-proofed myself with technology. <laughs> isn't um, isn't some up owned by, uh, is it like Wix or something like that? Oh. I, I I can't remember if it's sun up, but there's one of like the card reader companies. So we use uh, we use Izell, mm. um, and that's owned by PayPal. But there's one of the card reader companies that owns like a um, uh, like a CMS, like a oh, something yeah. that you build websites on. So it's like and it live tracks all your stock and it updates both automatically. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, oh. I can't remember which one it is, um, but that's I think... kind of the, the 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 route that I wish we'd gone down when yeah. we do events because it's like. Then you basically get back and it's like, oh, how many did I sell? And then you have to go and update it on the store. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a bit of a fucking arse ache. No, totally. Um, I, I felt that pain when I did the pop up. And uh, mm. as I said, when we have things both in store and online at the same time, it, it does get yeah, a little hairy. You know, I shit myself when we get a sale. And that's not the, what you want to do when you get a sale. But yeah. the good thing about the summer is if I get a, a sale in store, then the next day it's in the business account. So, that's good. That's pretty good. And uh, with the big cartel, I think I did have to work, wait five working days. And then now, because we've pumped some numbers in there, I think they've bumped us up to like two or three. But yeah, it yeah. does my head in why it takes so long. Like Shopify, I think 
um they have payouts on certain days so you do it on like a wednesday and a fucking friday or something like that so if you get an order on like the fucking on the friday you have to wait until the following wednesday to get your payout and it's just like why does it take so fucking long i don't understand it like yeah. that's why whenever i get an order in if it's done with like paypal express checkout i'm like yes i've got the money <laughs> in the bank it's like i don't have to fucking wait for it they will get a takeaway <laughs> Yeah, exactly that. Exactly like sold a t-shirt, I can get a tikka masala. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awesome, man. So what I'm just going back on the uh, design um, design front, what does your kind of creative process look like then? Because I'm I'm assuming you come up with all the concepts and everything and then you're sending it over to your to your illustrator, mate. Totally. Yeah, that that's as simple as that. So like I like to be as collaborative as, as possible. Um, I try not to like gatekeep the brand. I know that's like, um, it's very easy to be like, this is my thing, this is my idea, and we're sort of only doing it my way. And I have fallen victim to that. I'm not here saying that I haven't done that because I certainly have. And I've sort of like tricked myself into thinking that I'm like, I know better than anyone. And but that's just an opportunity to learn. So as I said, I've, I always, when any idea I come up with, I'll pump it out to my friends. I'm very lucky to have like a, a friendship group that will say like, this is shit, or I like this, but I don't like this and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, if it's an illustrate, if it's an idea that I have that would require illustration, then, I flesh it out as much as I can. Um, I want to take the finished idea to the illustrators and then have them do their sorcery, like make it look amazing. And then, so it's just, I don't really have, I I certainly don't like sit at a desk and like try and rack my brains for what's next. It's, It's very ad hoc at the moment like I think in the past 18 months we've only re- done like maybe like off the top of my head it's like 10 or 12 releases which are you know just under one a month and I I got to a stage where I had like a stack of designs ready to go but as I'm sort of alluded to earlier we were the we were just pumping out so much of the old stuff that I was sort of reluctant to get any, and then to get any new stuff pumped out and then it's like do I restock this popular t-shirt first should I prioritize that or should I give them new stuff you know trying to spin plates and trying to guess what people want is like almost fucking impossible so from a design perspective I'll sort of I'll meander towards an idea rather than have sort of like a flash of inspiration but Nine times out of ten, it'll it'll be something that I've seen within like my circle of popular culture that will inspire me to come up with an idea. Like I'm a streetwear clothing geek. Like I'm listening to New York's New York streetwear blogs podcasts. I'm listening to like Australia street <laughs> podcasts. I'm like trying to pull inspiration from all these people that are like so much better than me and like yourselves included. And I'm trying to like amalgamate that into something cool. And that might be a fucking hot dog with a skeleton's face. But 
<laughs> it's 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 I sort of yeah meander to the idea rather than. So but, what's your of all the pieces you've designed pieces? Look at that's our street where we are. Of all yeah. the pieces, of all the pieces and <laughs> the drops that you've done, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what, yeah. What's, what's home, yeah. home dog? Yeah. What's your <laughs> what's your favorite one? What one are you like? This so, this one's this one's banging. I like the pill the pill top that we brought out. Last I love that one summer because i went through this like sort of like crisis where i was like i need to stop putting skeletons on everything like <laughs> i thought you not... might say i need to start taking pills <laughs> <laughs> that's like not everything has to have a fucking skull and crossbones on it like you're taking yourself far too literally and the word skeleton can just be on anything and just be cool in its own right so and I particularly like the pilty because that's I did that completely myself. So I, no illustrator required. And as you can probably tell, it's a fucking rectangle with two circles in it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something quite satisfying about just making something send it to print it it comes back great and then people will fucking love it and then during the festival season that went fucking mad so I bet, I bet. yeah a few eckies popped with the ecky team i think maybe <laughs> don't do jokes kids <laughs> what, I, what, what i'd like about, about your stuff see what i like about it I, I, I see a lot of brands go down the um big thing on the back Small thing on the front, on the chest, which is yeah. cool. Which is cool. Um, and watch I, out, Pav. Watch and what? out. I know. I know. It's very cool. Um, I'm not saying it isn't, but it's become like the go-to yeah. way of doing t-shirts. And in my older age, as Darcy will attest to, I'm I'm getting on a bit now. He's fucking ancient. Basically a dinosaur. <laughs> um, I wear an, I wear an overshirt all the time. Like yeah. I've always got a denim overshirt on. So if you're lucky, you'll see the crest print of a cool T-shirt. Um, but having something actually on the front, yeah. I, try, I try and sort of push people if I can, if I've got clients, push people to have something on the front. Because firstly, it's cheaper for them because I'm only touching a T-shirt once. And secondly, it's on the front. So you can see it. And I can't tell the amount of times I've been wearing a T-shirt with a cool design on and someone's gone, ah, oh, cool T-shirt. And I can't remember what fucking T-shirt I've got on. <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Is it the one with the the? Yeah, can you just describe it for me? Well, that's another <laughs> thing that was like born out of necessity. So like, our first few tees had like our original logo on the on the chest, and then a cool design on the back. And then it was like, well, I want to do like a two color or you know a four color, and I can't really be doing that front and back. So again, it was born out of necessity, and then. I was sort of looking around at sort of like the tees that I was wearing and what I was seeing out and about and then the sort of rebirth of the graphic tee within more sort of like popular culture, like outside of our circles, like there was kids wearing big graphic tees, whether it's like fucking like ACDC or whatever, you could get it in Boohoo. Mm. I don't know, Top Man, if that's the thing now. Yeah, totally. It's all big graphic tees. And I was like, okay, cool. That's convenient for me because I want to do a slightly more intricate design. And as you said, just the ones, one print on the front. So it was sort of born out of necessity, but I, I like it. With that being said, the next one is uh, 
<laughs> a chest in the back. <laughs> you know what you, you know should what do? You should do? Print them backwards so that the, the, the chest print is on the back on the shoulder blade <laughs> and the main thing's on the front. Go, go, going to the printer, it's just like, right, so this is going to freak you out a bit. Yeah. It's like, I want a, I want a big front print, right? Yeah. And I want, it, I want it 13 centimetres down and then I want a print on the shoulder blade, okay? <laughs> it would actually be quite cool, I think. I think it's oh. that cool. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. I, had a, uh, I, had, I had a quote um, that's, that's actually come through the page, but um, it's this piece of really fucking cool artwork. But it's like this, um, it's like this skull in like a triangle sort of thing. But it's got these like really like basically like stars in the distance, mm. kind of thing, all above it, and they come up to like literally like two or three centimeters below the uh, mm. the neckline. But it means that the rest of the design is like halfway down, mm. and it's kind of just like. It's like it's a really cool design, but there's no need for any of that. And yeah. I was just like, but it's not my fucking artwork, is it? I can't no, really say no. anything. It's like, but uh, just like just uh, just a, just a criticism here. <laughs> I, I, I know you've paid me to print it. But it's free. <laughs> On this week's episode of printers slag off their customers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not slagging it off. I'm not slagging it off. It's a cool piece of artwork. It's just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's the change I'd make. Just get rid of a few of the stars at the top and bring it up about three or four centimeters. But you know, fair play. Well, I'm noticing yeah. that schools are popping up here, there, and everywhere now. So I'm going to ride that bandwagon all the way to the bank, boys. If if people want to get into schools and skeletons this autumn and winter, then sign me up. Yeah. It's all I fucking wear. It's all I wear. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing them popping up absolutely everywhere, which suits me. I'd love to say that I had like forecasted that trend or whatever but that would be further from the truth i think that's just yeah. that's like, one of the uh yeah last cool. caps we released yeah i saw that i've got my eye on that i might have to cop that to be honest with you that's right i'll send you one mate no 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 i'll buy it i'll buy it <laughs> on uh on the uh the topic of uh kind of growth and money and stuff like that then um not gonna ask you what you earn obviously um no. <laughs> Nothing. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, if HMRC's listening, uh, none of us earn any money from any of this. <laughs> they owe me, they owe me that. Um, <laughs> so if if you could kind of theoretically add anything to your business, um, whether it be a piece of equipment, uh, expertise, another person, yeah, cash injection is the obvious one, but yeah, yeah. I don't really leave that out, but. So if we put the, the cash injection to one side, I would love somebody to take my social media away from me completely and just have um, have them do all the scheduled posts, all the ads, or come up with content ideas. That would be the absolute dream. And I know to some people that might seem like the most fun part about... Um, no, it's not. <laughs> it's an absolute chore like yeah. the the i the the creative process of coming up with a campaign mm. for example i've got um a campaign cooking at the moment like an ad campaign that i'm really excited about um i don't know when this is going to go out so i'll just tell you anyway it's like i've got all my friends and even like not friends just people that have like bought skeleton and i've reached out to them privately and asked them if they'd be willing to be part of a campaign where and i just want to take like really sort of beautiful portrait style photographs of people 
in a skeleton piece and be like, this is Joe, he's 30 from Gorgester and he's bad to the bone. And just make them look really artistic and then that would become like a lookbook. But it wouldn't be for anything new that we've put out. It would be like garments that they have actively purchased and wear themselves. So they might be a bit like old or they might be a bit ragtag. And I I, I want to, that's the, the next, that will come around winter time. So, so I've got wearing stuff in its natural element. Yeah, and be like, this is a normal person. He's a fucking barber. He's not a model. He's, yeah, yeah. This is him cutting somebody's hair in a skeleton, and he wears it to work. And it's a reliable piece because, and he can wear it all day. And but I want them to be really sort of like um, magazine shoot style shots. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Just to like juxtapose the the fact that we're like this cool skeleton brand I want it to be like a glossy mag type feel if you know what I mean so that element of it is like really cool which I enjoy but then fucking like paying x amount to Instagram Facebook whatever platform you want to put it out to and then scheduling all the posts and then when's this post going to get the most interaction and how's it going to look on an iPhone? How's it going to look on an Android and all that fucking shit. And then constantly having to post and post and post about it just doesn't matter. And it doesn't feel like, it feels like work. And like the reason I did this was to like escape into not work, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so that would be to answer your question in a very long winded way. I would bring yeah, it to I would bring in a social media manager. And I've already sort of done that to like a certain extent. So there's this kid, he's literally a kid, he's like 17, 18, who reached out to me on Instagram and had the balls to message me and be like, in a roundabout and very polite way, basically, was like, your TikTok shit. I've got 10K TikTok. <laughs> do you want me to do something about it? And I was like, fucking yes, yes. Here's the keys you know, make it good. And then God bless him. I've just slung him some free clobber. And I was like, if you, if you, if we make something of this, then we can have a real conversation about what it is that you want or need from skeleton. But here's some new clothes. That's make awesome. Pretty online. So we, we get requests like fucking like daily, literally daily uh, from like marketing people and like, it's fucking it's always you know it's copy and paste like you know we're, we're, yeah, the yeah. we're, we're guilty of doing it because it, it, that sort of thing takes fucking time yeah but it's like it doesn't necessarily make you want to reply luckily with the screen printing business we're in an industry that it's kind of like you know if we're approaching bands for instance and we're copy and pasting a message it's kind of it's universal it's like mm -hmm. if they need t-shirts they're going to fucking respond <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah but it's like if i was fucking a uh if I was a digital marketer or something like that, and I'm copying and pasting this message to fucking 100 people a day or whatever the limit is on Instagram now. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I see this fucking five, 10 times a day and they're always like, oh, here's my feeds. It's just like, what? You've not even <laughs> fucking spoken to me. You're telling me how much you cost. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. Like, let's have an actual conversation and then we can talk about that. Not, oh, like your fucking opening line is, oh, my, I, I'm fucking great at what I do. I charge fucking $20 an hour or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. Well, that's what I admired about this kid. His name's West and like, um, great name. And he's a really nice. He's guy. going places. 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, we met, we met up, uh, which in itself is quite strange, but there we go. And uh, you just admit to people that you met up with a teenager that you met on the internet. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. Because uh, some of the ideas we've got, I would never ever come up with it. And this just like circles Changed back. your life. No, well, I don't know about that, but he's a good lad. But, you he know, certainly got direction. <laughs> but he already got some great ideas for the TikTok, so fuck it, go for it, kid. Like, why the hell not? Yeah, awesome, man. That's fucking wicked. That's really cool. I mean, it's quite um, ingenious on his part as well, especially like yeah, you know, that's, that's a fucking I mean. 17, 18 year old kid. It's like got some fucking drive to just go out there and have the confidence to just be like, you know, oi, I can do this. Do yeah. try it? Do it then. Like, you know, I mean, we, we've, uh, one of the ones that we had, I had a, I had a uh, conversation on the phone with this um, local um marketing agency and it's basically a couple of kids like literally got 17 18 years old um trying to start like a marketing agency yeah exactly so, yeah, yeah. but it was the conversation was literally from their part was just about money and it was just like i'm not interested in that kind of relationship like you know yeah obviously you're going to get fucking paid but that's not what it's about it's like we've yeah, we've done that true. we've done it before like you know with fucking agencies we've been with an agency before and it's all about fucking money and that's that's lit that's it I want to, if we go down that route again, which I don't feel confident we ever will do because we've been burnt, um, like I want to have an actual relationship with that person or that agency where they're going to kind of help us grow and grow with us sort of thing. Um, and I think there's far too many people in that dark corner of the fucking internet. Yeah. Uh, and it is a fucking dark corner of the uh, internet yeah, because yeah. it's like everybody's just, they're just out to grab your fucking cash most of the time. Like literally that's it. And it's... Uh, not everybody wants to fucking hear it because obviously, I mean, we know a lot of brands that have been through agencies and are currently with agencies. And when it's going well, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Really? The second it goes to shit, it's like these guys are fucking scammers and all this, but like, you know, and some of them fucking basically are. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know, when it went to shit with us, um, and like, as I said before, like the iOS stuff, happened and they basically just didn't know what to do and they were just like meh just like, what, what do you mean fucking meh like you know we've got three months left of a fucking retainer to pay you and you're yeah. just going oh we don't know what to do it's just not working it's like all right well you're going to cancel my retainer then it's like no you're tied in for three months <laughs> fucking what it's like all right then i'm going to stop all the ads it's like you can't do that it's in your contract it's like okay then i'll put a penny a day behind the ads then fuck you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what we did we put a quid a day behind it mm, nice. and I was just like fine I'll pay you your retainer but you know whatever anyway oh West <laughs> don't do that to me yeah no West you sound like a fucking good guy he would keep being keep being a fucking good guy he wouldn't do that to you I yeah. believe I have, I, have, I have faith in him yeah yeah go on West good luck He's going to be down, busy like this when he ends it, by the way. You're going to have loads of brands messaging and I'll be like, where's this kid? Where is he? <laughs> and it's worked. God bless him. He, I hope he gets all the faith that he deserves. Yeah. Wicked, man. That's awesome. Well, we've got one more um, 
Relatively serious question for you. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. What achievement are you most proud of in relation to your brand? Wow. I don't so far. So yeah. far. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Um I don't know. I try not to this is like a really cliched politician's answer. But I try not to like look back. I know that this is like the opposite of what all old people tell you to do, but I try not to like look back on things that we've done and like just focus on moving forward like a fucking shark or something. But if I had to, like the thing that immediately popped to mind when you asked me that was the pop up event that we did in Leicester, like just surrounded by like friends and family, and like it was the middle of summer and just made a load of money and got a load more people invested in the brand that I didn't even know or and it's it opened so many doors for us in terms of like exposure and content and I think that's our biggest achievement to date for sure and then I would as I mentioned earlier would like to replicate that tenfold soon in 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 Colchester so even in me saying that I think that's testament to how the event went in the summer and shout Tom at Altus um who did it all with me he's a good lad uh and we're already in talks to do something similar again so i think i'd probably say that awesome man awesome um do you have any questions for us yeah i guess um the first one that springs to mind is what's the plans for the pod moving forward we've already established your guys plans oh that's a fucking good question Global domination, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, so obviously we're on to season two now. Um, We're in a obviously slightly different format with a a different body. Yeah. Yeah, Pav is is new to season two, and we're kind of just seeing, I guess, just seeing how how it goes, really. It's, I I think we've got probably similar mindsets with kind of how we want to see it move forward and we want to kind of not necessarily just speak to brand owners it's kind of speaking everybody kind of in this industry whether it be screen printers whether it be garment manufacturers whether it be designers or i don't know fucking photographers whatever um and it's just exploring every nook and cranny of kind of like the brand ownership yeah yes um which you know season one i think we accomplished fairly well um but it as a listener very... season one was very good yeah i, I agree have to say, it was very good thanks Pat. yeah you're welcome yeah you have to suck up now you're on it <laughs> don't i tell you what i know we haven't released the first episode of season two yet but my girlfriend said that through the wall it sounded like we were having a jolly good time friends. <laughs> <laughs> You, you didn't see it the uh, towards the end of the first episode as well. Nick's walked into the office. My wife walked in, didn't realise like we were still recording. She, and I kind of saw the door open at my corner, of my uh, corner of my eye. And then the video, I watched it back, and you can just see her hand like, coming in that shot. And I turned around, and she was like, "Oh, that was fucking brilliant." Um, but yeah, yeah, just. I guess just keep doing what we're doing. Keep speaking to fucking awesome people. And yeah, yeah I've literally just had this idea while we were talking. Um, so Darcy and I haven't even discussed this, 
Um, but I, <laughs> uh, I, I would the like. The answer's no. The answer's no. <laughs> I, I'd like to do a live event where we do like, not necessarily like put the podcast out live, but go to an event and podcast and maybe speak to people that are either there for a brand or are buying off a brand and speak to them, even if it's just a short one. I think like a little live episode would be was, quite cool. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. There was uh, another idea had um, during season one was to kind of do a road trip. Ooh. And when uh, when it comes up to the, I guess, the year anniversary or maybe 50 episodes or fucking hundreds of episodes, whatever, um, basically go and do a road trip and go and speak to all the past brands we've spoken to in person. Um, I mean, it's ambitious, very fucking ambitious. It's very ambitious. But, you know, the UK is a relatively small place. True. Me and Pav can sleep in the same bed, but you know, it'd be cheap. We can we can sleep in the back of my van, mate. Yeah, we Even can. Better. We can. You keep me warm. Share a sleeping bag. <laughs> Don't know about that. But, but... <laughs> I'll snail you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, cool. Um, any other questions? Nah, boys, thank you so much for having me. I've had a real blast. We're not done yet. We're not we're not done with you yet, mate. (laughs) Oh yeah, okay, cool. Uh, Oh, you can never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got one little uh, one little section at the end. We call the randoms, um, which is clues in the name, random questions, just to uh, you know keep you on your toes, send you to bed paranoid. Um, Cool. Uh, Do you want to kick off, Bev? Yeah, I will. What's the worst song ever? Oh, God. Oh, worst song ever? I don't even know, man. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I, can't, I don't mind a bit Justin Bieber, but I'll go Baby Justin Bieber. Fuck it. <laughs> Not um, Skeletons by Easy Life, though. No, that's a good tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather fight... A horse-sized pav or fifty chicken-sized darcies. Ooh, well, even I'm horse-sized in some departments. <laughs> and the ass. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have the horse-sized pav. I think I could talk it round. You reckon you can take me, the pav whisperer? Exactly. <laughs> I'll fucking ride off. I'll ride off on you into the sunset. Oh, yeah, you like it. <laughs> It does sound it does sound good oh, the listeners have just had an incredible incredibly vivid image of joe riding pav into the sunset now it's not gonna be my proudest wank i have to admit <laughs> there's your tagline for the episode <laughs> oh, is it my go to ask a question yeah go for it uh would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Ooh. I think top of the dome, I'm going rhyme because... You can rhyme every time? I don't even... I'm not even going to try. But uh, <laughs> I just think riddles would be too complicated. My missus likes to talk in riddles quite a lot and it's bloody annoying. I'm saying nothing about the female species. Good call. <laughs> yeah, don't they're listening. <laughs> they're, they're all they're always listening. <laughs> um in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? 
Amazing to a point. I think. That's a bloody good question, man. Mm. I'm just, I mean, Darcy has to be thankful for these because uh, he's written all these out. Um, <laughs> I'm like a little fucking lapdog, just pick from the list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, Pav, you can't ask your own. <laughs> <laughs> Pav would like to ask his own question this week, if that's okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll pick, from the, I'll pick from the prescribed list. Um, what is the most interesting fact you know? Oh, man. Oh, this is, this is a basic one, but it absolutely blew my mind. I'm sure you already know it. But every bag of crisps in the UK goes out of date on a Saturday. Really? If you have a bag of crisps in your house, listeners, mm. go and check out the uh, best before date and it will fall on a Saturday. Why? I have absolutely no idea, but it's true. Wow. Oh. I see you like frantically searching the internet, Darcy. Are you going to confirm the legitimacy of I that? I am. I am after this pod, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's wrong, I will challenge you to a duel. That's such. A, that is such a good fact. That is an awesome fact. Oh, Darcy, you must have a fact. We can. You must not have a good fact. You can't have written these questions and not have one in the tank. True. A fact, I mean. Uh... Oh fucking hell! You put me on the spot now. Yeah. Uh, come on, come on, uh... go on you fact hunt. <laughs> <laughs> There is it. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. It's very I've got one. Go on. Do you know that Cleopatra lived closer to the moon landing than to the building of the pyramids? Loved. Time, time wise. That is mad. Wow. There you go. Tiny mind. Nice. Fair enough. Um, what would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I've put, I've, I've put two horse questions in here. I don't know why. Yeah, horse on the mind. My instant reaction was a moth. A moth? Oh, God, fuck off. No. Take a fucking bit. It's a moth. Moth instantly <laughs> came into my mind. Imagine that. Oh, no, that's the one thing I'm like genuinely got a phobia of. Most people, it's fucking spiders. I'm uh, like moths. I, I also can't do. stand moths. Can we haven't discussed this in the background. I also can't stand moths. <laughs> Well, you could get on it. It'd be like a. It took you over the the channel to France. It'd be yeah, but only at night. At night time, and if they got a light on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking useless. The rest of the time, it would fu it would fucking, it would fucking brain itself flying around the Eiffel Tower with all them lights flashing on it. Got <laughs> <laughs> like the world's shittiest pinball. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Imagine the size of that fucker. Oh, we, don't, we don't have to imagine it. It's the size of a horse. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you weren't doing uh, what you do now, what do you think you'd be doing? So I'd probably still be working in insurance um, behind a desk. Just uh, deeply unsatisfied with my life, most likely. There's a bleak answer. So, so, yeah, that's a very sad answer, but okay, we'll take it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, see you, boys. <laughs> Can you uh, recommend any 
brands that you'd like to see on the pod? Yeah, Altus, uh, my boy Tom, he's, uh, it's at Altus Apparel. He's one to keep an eye on. He's he's like, uh, he just, he's, he's been around for ages in my little world, but I think he's announcing himself to the the sort of streetwear or brand world now. And he puts like a unique twist on sort of like athletic apparel, like running apparel. And uh, it's like the coolest shit you'll see a runner wearing. So check cool. out. Yeah. Definitely check nice. out, man. Cool. Um, where can people find you? Yeah, so it's House, which is H-A-U-S of Skeleton on the gram and same on TikTok and it's houseofskeleton.com Awesome. Nice. Take it away, Pav. Final question. Yeah. What is the meaning of life? No way. Is that really it? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, I guess just find happiness in the little things and don't sweat the small stuff as well. That would be my message. Awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Thanks, boys. I can get, I can get behind that, definitely. Yeah, right. man. Right, now let's do that again. This time, Darcy, press record. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be an episode at some point. Oh, for sure. I forget to press record. Luckily, like when you're on Zoom, it's like when you click record, it goes recording in progress. Yeah, it is. So it's like <laughs> it's, it's it gives you a little bit of warning, but um, yeah, yeah. I have I have had it a few times. Like we've been halfway through an episode, and I've like had to fucking go shit. I'm not fucking recording. <laughs> It's, like, <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Very good. Uh, yeah. I appreciate no, that, boys. Thank you. Thank you no, so much. Th- for thanks on, for your mate. time. Really appreciate it. No worries, yeah. boys. You're, you're a good man. Yeah, I appreciate it, boys. And we'll talk soon about this event. Yeah, yeah it sounds keep good. In, keep right. in touch, man. Yeah, we'll do. Cheers, boys. All the Take best. Care, bye, bye, bye. 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 bye.